0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. The Williams will wire. I'm Seth Coons, not joined by Nathan Simcoe today. Nathan Simcoe has moved forward. He is now playing baseball, so of course he cannot be on the uh, spring podcast, but today I'm going to be joined by Nellie Weller. Nellie is going to be joining me for softball this spring. She joined us for softball last year. We're excited to have her back. Nellie, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fantastic, Seth. How are you today?
0: I'm doing great, so we are glad to have you back. Uh, You just want to update some people on what you've been doing how you've been who you are just just to get them acquainted with Nellie Weller because you're you're brand new
1: um this year has been quite the whirlwind senior year you know the last one best one frankly and uh golf went great back in the fall madrigals went great we just finished our production of All Shook Up and honestly the best production I've ever been a part of if I I can say that can you say that Seth?
0: Oh, definitely. All Shook Up was was amazing. It was a lot of fun. It was a very, you know, time-consuming process, I think, for me and for you. So uh, just some late nights, but, you know, definitely a great group that we had involved with All Shook Up. So a lot of fun there, but, you know, I'm excited to get back to work, you know, with the Williamsville Wire. We've already called a baseball game this year. We'd have already called a softball game as well, but the weather is not acting, you know, great with what... Uh, with what the wire wants to do in terms of covering softball and baseball so we're just going to jump on over two things um we're going to start off with the girls soccer team um, we're just going to do a quick little rundown for them they're 2-0 to start the season still waiting to see their result from today they played st thomas more today over in Champaign, you know At this time, last year, we had a couple girls' soccer videos up on the wire as well, but you know they've been away for all three games, and that away trend continues through this week. Tomorrow, they head to Mount Zion, and then on Thursday, they're away against Rochester. Finally, we'll get to see a look at the girls' team at home. That's at 10 a.m. on Saturday against Jacksonville. Like I said, that game will be played on Paul Jenkins' field, but it's going to be a new look for this girls' soccer team come this spring. You know, Grayson Miraboli, she's been a starter for four years on that team. So it's going to be a different team without her, of course. Olivia Fandel, she also graduated. Huge contributions from her last year. So you take a look at things. Lillian Johns returns. Uh, Callan Fry, she's a new sister of cam fry so if that tells you anything about her play you know callan fry i feel that she most likely will step into a offensive position kendall miraboli is on the team a kind of dasher returns from last year claire carter we saw her at the start of the season of course she was dealing um, with some injury issues down the stretch so we didn't get to see her as much Um, delaney noonan returns from last year, Haley Hornbacker returning, Bethany Loose returning. So a good amount of players do return to this team. It's just going to be, you know, getting them all used to each other and, you know, a good 2-0 and start to the year for them. And it was a 6-0 win against the Macomb Bombers in a 7-0 win against North Mac. So if anybody was worried about the offensive output from the Williams Old Bullets come this season, you know, you can kind of put that aside at least early. They've scored 13 goals, allowed zero, and I think a huge part of that, you know, I talked about this last year, but having a freshman in the net last year is just so huge, uh, you know, for your program moving forward because it's a little bit harder to replace a goalie um, and I think Lillian Johns is a very good goalie for this team. You know, she's allowed zero goals, um, in two games, you know, bullets outscoring their opponents 13 to zero, that barring the result from the St. Thomas Moore game, not 100% sure what is happening over in Champaign, but nonetheless, you know, 2-0 and right now could possibly move to 3-0, and you know, Rochester is always quite the game, um, but you know, a a big week ahead this is where you're really going to figure out what your girls soccer team is made out of here so Nellie you told me before this you don't know too much about girls soccer but you do know something about you know being a member of younger teams um not to say that this is a younger team of course they do have some senior leadership already as long as leadership that did see the field last year but you know um You take a look at all these freshmen coming in. You know, we talked about them, Callan Fry, you know, Brooklyn Termine. She's also going to be big for the Williams Old Lady Bullets this spring. You know, just what what are your thoughts? What are your, uh, yeah, how are you feeling about this girls soccer team?
1: I think so far they've shown that they can work together as a team to beat two decent teams this year so far and um the incoming freshmen have definitely made a point so far this year brooklyn termine was crucial during the Lady Bolts basketball team so she's already shown her athleticism and how well she can work with uh upperclassmen and one of those upperclassmen just happens to be delaney noonan who's on the soccer team and who played with her in the basketball season so i think she's going to be a huge asset with um she's just so athletic and outgoing and um she's already proven that she can work with upperclassmen well and then Callum Fry I feel like she's already like been a part of Williamsville High School just because of Cam and she's already so close to soccer with just him so I think her like knowledge of soccer and um her connection to the seniors because of her brother that's going to be big too with their relationships
0: Yeah, I think you make a great point there with Callan Fry. You know, I mean, she steps in as a freshman this year, but it feels just like watching this team. You know, uh, we've seen them at a couple media days. You know, it seems like this is a close knit team and, you know, that's that's going to be solid. I think that if you have a close knit team, you know, at times that can make up for, you know, uh, some freshmen being on the field. And these are some very good very good freshmen that we have playing. So I think that, you know, this team um, is very solid. It feels like the last couple years especially you've seen girls soccer, you know, really take off in Williamsville, and it's very impressive, very exciting. Um, The Williamsville Wire will have a camera at Saturday's game. That's going to be their home opener. We look forward to heading over to Paul Jenkins Field and catching some girls soccer action. Uh, You know, if you want to make the trip over to Mount Zion on Tuesday, the 21st, that game starts at 4.30 p.m. Also, they play away in Rochester on the 23rd. That game also starts at 4.30 p.m. So if you can, make your way on out to those games, um, because as we're getting ready to talk about, some action for softball and baseball could be limited with weather um, coming up this week. But first... We are going to take the turn over to softball and baseball. And before we even do that, we're going to thank our first sponsor of the day. That is going to be Law Automotive. Law Automotive, they're the title sponsor for the Livewire softball broadcast this year. If you're looking for some work on your car, head on over to 1817 West Jefferson Street. Proud supporters of Bullet Athletics and the Williamsville Wire. Once again, that's 1817 West Jefferson Street. Great people, great product. If you have any auto needs, head on over to see Law Automotive. Nelly, it's time. It's time to get back into softball. I know that you've been waiting for some softball broadcasts. You know, we we were pretty stoked that there was not much layover between the end of all shook up. And the softball season because, you know, we were ready. We were ready to roll. And then, you know, you get to the first game, which was supposed to be March 13th. That game was going to be in Pawnee. And, you know, that game doesn't happen because it was so cold. You know, uh, the way that Pawnee is kind of situated, I was talking to Jeff Carter about this during the baseball broadcast. The softball field is somewhat elevated um, but that baseball field kind of gets a little swampy because that's down in a dip. And, you know, you think about the weather. Uh, that was March 12th. It was very cold. Uh, there might have even been a little bit of precipitation. But that field in Pawnee was just frozen. You know, they, they didn't get it to drain grate just some bad weather you know and and we were not able to play softball and then a few days later the girls did make the trip over to argenta they beat uh argenta oriana uh in that one um, that was a huge win for the Williamsville Lady Bullets. They scored a lot of runs. Hattie Bonds pitching, as we expected, it was great. Um, it's going to be exciting to watch the uh, Washington uh, University in St. Louis commit, uh, you know, work all season. Very excited to watch that. Um, but they've only played one game. You know, they were supposed to play SHG on Friday. We were going to cover that one. That game got canceled. Now, we are supposed to be, at opening day, the home opener for the Williams-O'Lady Bullets against Downs Tri-Valley, but I'm going to play the Nathan Simcoe card here, and I'm going to take a look at the weather. forecast.ed high of 49, low of 34, 60% chance of precipitation. So, Nellie it feels like if you want to rain out, just have the Williams wire scheduled to come to one of your games. Uh, what are the thoughts, you know, with these early rain delays? How are you feeling?
1: You know, it's for us, I feel like it it really is just a strain of bad luck because the first like their season opener, if we were planning on being there, we were planning on supporting the Lady Bullets on their home opener as seniors. That is awesome for us because we get to watch our classmate Hattie Bond, the wash you commit. Uh, pitch her f- last first game of lady bold softball but of course rain or it wasn't even rain it was it was um, so cold it was so cold and we did sit through some pretty cold games last year i can remember vividly the u-high game up in normal Oh, that was cold yeah that one was cold that
0: actually killed my computer we didn't even get to call the end of that game no
1: because it it, it died and even with uh, coach steve's uh portable charger that he lended us still just it was just just too cold
0: it It was it was bad but that
1: that home opener getting canceled I'm sure it was sad but then they they picked it right back up against Argentina Oriana and that was a huge win to start off the season and then obviously not getting to face SHG um, that was kind of a bummer but and then they were supposed to face uh, Washington today they were supposed to go up there and that game did get canceled at 2 p.m. today because Uh, washington's field is frozen currently so that is just kind of a letdown for the start of the season but i'm i'm gonna keep my hopes up for tomorrow really just we need to get this first game out of the way for the williamsville wire hosting or not hosting um broadcasting a game and then i think after that it it might be smooth sailing for us
0: yeah i've been excited uh you know to get to these games, I was able to call one game. Uh, that was Williamsville Pawnee baseball. That was the boys' home opener. So you know, we make it a point to get to each home opener, and luckily this year, you know, it, it was possible to do all of that. But. You take a look at this week's weather forecast. It just seems to be rain every single day. Tuesday with a 60% chance. Wednesday with an 80% chance. Thursday, 80% chance. And then Friday at a 60% chance. So it's not so much the temperatures this week. Uh, Wednesday has a high of 60. Thursday, a high of 63. Friday, you tuck back down to a high of 50 degrees. But, you know, this week, not so much the... Uh, temperature issue is last week. It wasn't as much as the rain issue, but the temperatures, they were just so cold that it was going to be hard to get any kind of game, uh, going. And I think that that's actually why, uh, the SHG game was canceled. I know on the boys end of things, I think that, um, there was concerns that over on SHG's turf baseball field, if you got on that, it was just going to be basically an ice rink because we were supposed to get precipitation, uh, Thursday, it was going to freeze. That just would not have been good to play baseball. And then looking at the forecast for Saturday morning, uh, it was going to be very cold. So uh, Springfield high and the Bullets baseball game, that got canceled as well. And it starts to become an issue in terms of making these games up because you and me both know that you get kind of down to the end portion of the season and it kind of becomes a sprint because you got to wedge in these makeup games. And, you know, the sad truth is a lot of these games, they're just not going to get made up if they're not, you know, for conference, uh, they, they don't really matter, uh, too much in the eyes of, uh, the IHSA. And it just would not be possible to reschedule all of these games because, you know, we normally by now, um, with the amount of games they were supposed to play, you know, you kind of have an idea of where each member of this team is going to be. But, you know, sample size is small, one game, uh, and we hope to get out there tomorrow for a second game. But as we said, 60% chance of rain. You know, hopefully the 40% hits and that holds off. So uh, let's take a look. At some of these hitting numbers um against Argenna Oriana. As we said, the Williamsville Lady Bullets, they did win this game on the road. That was a score of 10 to 0. So an impressive showing from the Williamsville Lady Bullets. Let's take a look at on base percentage. Uh taking a look at things, it seems that Madison Kloba, she leads the way, uh, with on base percentage. Uh She's a thousand in that category uh, right now. Four plate appearances with two at bats, two hits. Uh, those were two singles for Kloba, and she walked twice. Uh, Bailey Hodel, Naomi Roberts, Nicole Sinks, Nora Dodsworth—they are all you know combined for this second place um, in on-base percentage. They're at six hundred. Um, taking a look at things, so the bullets—they're getting on base. Um, how does that make you feel? You know, even though the sample size is small, they beat our general Oriana ten zero. What are your thoughts for this upcoming season for the Williams Old Lady Bullets?
1: You know, I am really hopeful for this season because most of this team. There is only one freshman on this team, Avery Van Riper, and she is officially out for the season. She is getting a surgery on her. It's either her arm or her shoulder. I'm not for sure which one, but I know she is scheduled to get surgery sometime this week. So, our only freshman is out for the season, which is kind of a letdown because I know uh, from her junior high days that she is a talented player. But that also leads to the fact that all of these players have played on a team before which gives us a team that knows each other, knows how each other plays. And I think they've already shown that in their first game, that they can work well together to really just get ahead fast and just keep that lead. And, you know,
0: Coach Dennis last year when he came in, you know, we had him on the podcast, and he said something to me that, you know, really really gave me a lot of confidence in him. He talked to me, you know, about – There were little upperclassmen numbers last year, Um, not many seniors, not many juniors. And he said, leadership on this team is going to have to come from everywhere. He wasn't just looking for seniors to lead. He wasn't just looking for juniors to lead. He was expecting, you know, sophomores and freshmen to be able to lead as well. And I think when you have that, when you have leaders everywhere on the field, that you're, you have a recipe for success there. And we saw that last year they won the regional they weren't supposed to win that regional they weren't supposed to win the regional by that much you know olympia they were the favorites heading in they were the favorites heading to jane grebner field in williamsville because olympia was a very good team they'd gotten the best of williamsville earlier in the season but you know i think some key wins at the end especially that win against glenwood which led you know they were rolling into the postseason um but i think If the Williamsville Bullets, you know, they can pick up from there. That game against Macomb was, you know, a tough game. It felt like McComb had all the answers, you know, to Hattie Bond's pitching. You know, give McComb credit where credit's due. They played a great game that day. But I think if the Williamsville Bullets can pick up where they left off last year, you know, with that win against Chatham, with those wins in the postseason against Carlinville and then, you know, against Olympia, uh to secure that regional crown i think that they're in a great spot you know um numbers are kind of down this year you know no jv team um for the williamsville lady bullets but you know you want to have a jv but also those guys who would be on the jv team they're getting varsity experience right now so um there are some positives in that but let's take a look at hattie bonds pitching numbers 7 innings pitched uh, she got the win there, um, allowed four hits, one walk, struck out eight, so ERA of zero and a whip of point seven one four. How does that make you feel about Hattie Bond as we enter this season?
1: You know, that really just gives me the image that she is picking up right where she left off last season. We saw her finish out strong. Even though they may have lost that sectional game, she pitched a great game, Um to end the season and you know we saw her really blossom into her uh varsity starting pitching uh last season you know it may have started um she was I mean she was a junior starting over some senior some very talented senior pitchers but she really came in she got the job done and that I mean that's already started like she's already starting on a high this season because that those are some incredible numbers for the first game of the season
0: and you know as much as we talk about the downsides of missing some of these games your upside is that Hattie Bond's going to be able to get some rest we know that she is going to be the ace for the Williamsville Bulls this season she was the ace last season she's going to rack up a lot of innings she's going to need rest from time to time and that is where Hope Keenan uh, will need to step in and you know I have I have faith that Hope Keenan can do it but Things, you know, I'd I'd say they look pretty solid for the Williams Lady Bullets after game one. Once again, sample size is small. We're going to have to get a few games under our belt before, you know, we truly know uh, where this team is. But, you know, they do return a lot of great players, you know, from last year. Hattie Bond, Bailey Hodell, they lead the way as seniors. Hope Keenan, and Madison Clove and Naomi Roberts, Nicole Sinks. That's a very good uh, junior class. Riley Holiday also in there. We saw Nora Dodsworth step up to the plate a good amount of times last year. So you know a lot of a lot of good players return for the Williamsville Lady Bullets. You know they did lose Miranda File. They did lose Maddie Roberts, two huge seniors to lose. But if if the small sample size that we're getting is a true sample of what this team is going to be. You know, I think that as hard as it is to fill those holes, I think that you know uh, the Williams Old Lady Bullets are going to find a way to do it. Nelly, any final thoughts before we take the turn over to baseball?
1: All I can say right now is I'm really, really hoping that that rain holds off tomorrow that's all i can say because i am so pumped to get to get on back in the bleachers and broadcasting again
0: yeah we wanted to say back in the booth but yeah, we, we I would, do not have a booth. I would
1: really like to say back in the booth. the only time we have broadcasted in a booth together was um at conference track meet last year
0: oh that was fun we're it gonna be was back fun. at conference track meet this year um we'll get to that um down the road Um, you know, we, we think it's far away, but it's, it's really not. It's really not. It's It's in May. Um, but we take the turn over to baseball and we take the turn over to another sponsor. That's going to be Carter Bros. Lumber. Carter Bros. Lumber. It's located at two Carter Lane in Springfield. They've been serving the Sherman Williamsville area for so long. And as long as they've been doing that, they've been supporting Williamsville Bullet Athletics. We're happy to have them join us. You know, the headset that Nellie Weller is using to record on right now, the soundboard that we're using to record right now, those are provided by Carter Bros Lumber. So we're excited to have them on board as a sponsor. Once again, to Carter Lane, Springfield, Illinois, support Carter Bros Lumber, support the Williamsville Bullets, support the Williamsville Wire. All right, now we are going to take the turn over to baseball. Uh, the Williamsville Bullets defeated the Pawnee Indians in their home opener. It's also the only game that the Williamsville Bullets have been able to get under their belt thus far this season. So they're 1-0. They won 9-1. to You know, tomorrow you could expect a great pitching matchup uh, in Williamsville. You know, they're playing Lincoln. Lincoln, a very good team. Um, so it was ex- it is expected that Trey Carter is likely to start in that one. He was the Williams O'Bullets uh, number one arm last year especially, you know, uh mid-season to the end of the season, you know. He was really the Williams O'Bullets guy. I saw him get an inning of work against Pawnee, and his his is up. He's got some nice movement on his pitches. I saw a lot of guys go-to work on the mound for the Williamsville Bullets in that win against Pawnee... Um, I was able to see Braden Sailing. He looked great. He got the start. Um, he got the win as well. But Braden Sailing, you know, coming off of base or basketball season, it was well. How is he going to transition into baseball? And he transitioned very well. I was able to see Joseph Catalano uh, get on the bump. He looked good. His velocity is up. Nathan Simcoe was able to work a couple innings for the Williams Bullets, and then Trey Carter. So four guys. On the mound, you know. I know the Easton Blankenship can pitch as well. The point is, the Williamsville Bullets, they have arms. Um, you know, I know that me and Jeff were talking on the broadcast and we talked about if Caden Griffiths can get back on the mound, that would be huge for the Williamsville Bullets. Now, we're not saying that Griffiths needs to. Um, it it was a health concern with his arm when he had to leave the mound. Um, but you know, if he's able to toss a few innings, you know, that would be good for the Williamsville Bullets, but you know, the Bullets, they've they've got a good amount of arms braylon singer um i know that he pitched a couple innings last year as well for the williamsville bullets so things looking good in in the uh, bullpen and you know the starters as well for the williamsville bullets nelly how nice is it especially early in the season and then later in the season it will be great as well for the williamsville bullets to have this many guys who can get on the mound and throw quality innings
1: You know, seeing a team that has a number of great talented pitchers is just, it's not a very, it's a rare sighting nowadays because there's people who will find their calling early and uh, not many people go into pitching nowadays because they know um, how much of a mental game it is. Um, My mom actually did not let me start pitching um, ever when I started playing softball because she uh, saw my aunt struggle with it because it is such a mental game. So seeing a team with this many good quality pitchers is just, it's insane. And it's a great thing that the Bullets have because all of those uh, guys we saw um, can throw good quality pitches.
0: You know, I think you make a great point about the mental game as well, you know, because as we've seen with umpires, you know, the strike zone fluctuates. You know, some guys have a bigger strike zone. Some guys have a tighter strike zone. So you need to be able to take what an umpire is giving you you know maybe you're having a great day you're really trying to paint the corners or you think you would be painting the corners based on what an umpire called a week ago so you got to be able you know the mental game is so big you know it's it's easy to pitch when you're striking everyone out but when guys are starting to hit off you maybe you've walked a couple guys that's when you really find out what a pitcher is made of we know what trey carter's made of he played some huge games last year um he's He's seen about everything that you can um, from the mound to the plate. Uh, but we'll see what some of these younger guys uh, go through. You know, guys like Sailing. Uh, while Sailing did have some good innings last year, he's still a sophomore. You know, he's still working up, you know, Easton Blankenship. This is going to be his first experience uh, in a varsity uniform for the Williamsville It's Nathan Simcoe, it's his first experience out there. Simcoe also plays third, so he's in the hot corner. For the Williamsville Bullets. So a lot of changes this year, especially when you lose the solid seniors that you did last year. Ross Dine, Kyle Griffith, Alex Keenan, Hunter Moser. Um, those guys were huge for the Williamsville Bullets last year. And it should be interesting to see how the Williamsville Bullets fill those holes. Um, but I think that, you know, they, they can do it. Um, it's hard to fill the holes left by a guy like Hunter Moser, like Alex Keenan, like Ross Bodine, like Kyle Griffith. Um, but, you know, the Williamsville Bullets, they're going to have to work to do that. Um, and I think that they definitely have the possibility. They beat they beat Pawnee 9-1 to one in their home opener. You know, they were supposed to play SHG. That would have been a huge game just to see where they are um, with another team that, you know, year in, year out, that's a solid program out of the CS8. So that would have been a fun game. Um, that game is being rescheduled. I believe it's being rescheduled. But if Lincoln gets canceled, you know, it's, it's a pretty tight schedule the rest of the way for the Williams Bullets. So it's going to be hard to cram that one in. Um, But also working at the dish very well, I was very impressed with what Harley Sharp was able to do. You know, Harley, he got hot at the end of last season. Um, He's hot at the start of this season, it seems. Josh Cates had a good pop in his bat. Uh, Caden Griffiths, of course, he had a pop in his bat as well. Um, It should be interesting to see how the rest of this Williamsville Bullets roster um, shapes up how the Williamsville Bullet lineup is going to do for the rest of the season. But I think that is just about going to do it. Uh, we are going to take a quick look at the upcoming schedule for the Williamsville Bullets. At home on Tuesday, the twenty first, that's a four thirty P.M. first pitch. Williamsville takes on Lincoln. Um, Argena-Oriana, that's on the docket uh, for the 22nd. That's in Argena. Then that is going to do it because their next game comes on the 28th. That game is in Pena, and we'll talk about that in next week's edition of the Williamsville Wire. So two games this week for the Williamsville Bullets. Once again, that's scheduled for tomorrow, 4.30 p.m., against Lincoln, and then Argenta oriana That game is going to be on Wednesday in Argenta. So, bullets. Hopefully they can pick up a couple wins this week, move to 3-0 and on the season. Nellie Weller and I, we plan to be at Jane Grebner Field tomorrow, 4.30 p.m. first pitch against the Downs Tri-Valley Vikings. I'm Seth Coons. She's Nelly Weller. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week.